Hello, Annie Trenders. It is I, James, back again, still trying to come up with a good, consistent intro. And joining me today, uh, two of my classic hosts. Why don't you introduce yourselves? Hi, everyone. This is Gracie, hopping back and forth between the Girl Taco podcast and the Anime Trending podcast. And this is Nick, and I totally understand, James, about how the cold open is so hard. What was that thing you saw this week about how podcasts should actually be run? Oh, there was a, uh, it was a tweet that said, um, why are all podcasts two best friends? I want a podcast that's two sworn enemies, just two people that absolutely hate each other. We should, like, I don't know, like, what would be the quickest way to get from, like, point A to point B on, like, whatever topic can we, like, go from being close friends to just sworn enemies on within the anime industry? Uh, I was gonna say fate, but I think we both agree on who the best girl is for that one. Um... Uh, wait, are you, are you sure? Okay, on three, we're just gonna, are you talking about Stain Face Stay Night? Yeah, Stay Night. Okay, on three, we're just gonna say it. Okay. Okay, one, two, three, Sakura. Sakura. Okay, cool. Hey! Oh, okay, sweet. Oh, we are friends. However, <laughs> oh, I thought that was gonna be contentious. on the podcast, she will fight with you on that, so. <laughs> That's fine. Okay, so now we have Agnes as our sworn there we go sworn enemy. Here, here's the uh, here's the <laughs> thing, Nick, is that I haven't watched Evangelion yet, so I need to watch it, pick my favorite, and then we have to do this again. Oh, jeez. Well, I mean, I'm, I think there's like one correct decision for Ava, but then like <laughs> the poor Ray people get bullied, so it's kind of like I feel bad for that. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Wait, aren't you one of the poor Ray people? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, goodness. I have to figure out which mug I actually own, because I, I remember buying stuff at the Evangelion shop in Tokyo, and then I was like, oh, shoot, uh, I don't know enough about Evangelion, but I know, like, enough of the color schemes to, for three of them, I'll pick the one that's not that, and then I think it's for, like, somebody who only has a mech in the movies. Again, I am not well-versed Oh, in the one, um... Mech, uh, Ava Unit 6? Is it... I was going to say, I think it's, uh, she's voiced by uh, Maya Sakamoto. I think that's the one. I forget her name. I don't know. I haven't watched it. <laughs> I just picked it because it was one of the options that wasn't like the three main characters. Anyway. Okay. Speaking of contentious topics. Yeah, contentious topics. We're going to launch into the chart check, which is very exciting. We've got some, we've got a lot of movement. Um, so this is the chart check for week five, published on the... 15th right am i reading that right no i'm not am i yes i am anyway uh we've got in first place demon slayer kimetsu no yaiba entertainment district arc in second place we have my dress up darling in third place we have attack on titan season two part two in fourth place we have akebi's sailor uniform in fifth place we have sabiku ibisco in sixth place we have sasaki and miyano in seventh place we have karakai jozu no takagi-san season three in 8th place, we have Princess Connect Redive Season 2. In ninth place, we have The Case Study of Vanitas Part 2. And in 10th place, we have The Genius Prince's Guide to Raising a Nation Out of Debt. Looks like Demon Slayer has uh, has taken top spot now, pushing Dress Up Darling and Attack on Titan down a slot. I don't really have much to say. No, 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 no strong feelings on the matter. <laughs> no, not particularly. I guess I was a little sad to see Sasaki and Miyano go down, but I've also enjoyed Sabuki Bisco like a lot, so I don't really mind, you know, that that's rising. So, uh, so I'm just kind of like quiet. <laughs> I don't have strong opinions this time. <laughs> I was about to say, there's no like objectively cursed entry that's at the very top like we've had in some seasons where i'm just like oh no yeah. why is this up here yeah but, exactly yeah. i'm actually more upset the couples chart because uh the gay couple keeps going down i'm like why like things are getting better between them but that's the only thing in regards to the actual like anime and where it places in the charts i'm fine so <laughs> i'm glad to see princess connect redive making it a little further up in the charts um Genius Prince is a re-entry. It had fallen out at the top 10, so it's good to see it back in. Mm -hmm. I am... I have been... 
I have obtained or I've been given information about Sabiku Ibisco uh, that I haven't seen it. And now I am both very tempted to watch it and very scared. Well, you're not going to so, see it this season, like I already said. So Yes. I, I'm, oh, I'm very glad. That's what you were talking about if it was season oh, two. Oops, yeah, if we have oops. a season two. <laughs> Sorry. No, well, I didn't know. No, so, okay, to be fair, I can't comprehend half of what I'm watching in Sabakui Bisco. So, like, it, you were so vague that you're like, wow, when it, when it gets to season two, it's going to get incredibly cursed. So I am like, I'm just kind of, I didn't, I didn't know what you specifically said when you mentioned that, but I was just Honestly, like, Honestly, last night's how? thing was the funniest thing ever because Agnes was just so broken by the information and I was just rubbing it in her face repeatedly. <laughs> um, it's just, it like, was funny to watch. Yeah, it's a usual reversal of roles is the best way to put it because I'm the one who's super hyperactive and like loud and freaking out and stuff is she's the one who's like okay gracie calm down you know sort of thing but it was flipped last night last night i was chill and she was the one freaking out so (laughs) i am needless to say i'm looking forward to the ax snack party um that we will be having i will make it happen no matter what she says i will make that happen so (laughs) there we go uh, I'm. I refuse to provide any more context. No, nope, nope, we're, we're so not sorry. providing any more context. <laughs> uh, if it if Sabiko Ibisco gets a season two, we'll talk about it. Anyway, uh, yeah. I mean, the, yeah. This does feel like a very neutral. Like, huh? Those are the charts, I guess. Th- they're good shows, Bront. Um, again, Princess Connect Redive. Happy to see it. Uh, I don't think there's anything that's like that. I'm watching that. I feel like should be in the top 10, but isn't. A lot of stuff, you know, isn't really moving that much. No, nothing dramatic. Well, actually, Fantasy Bishoujo fell out of the top 10. It was um, rank 9 last chart, and uh, now it's rank 14. It dropped a lot. Uh, I don't, I can't really say much for that. I think, I think as a whole, comedy can be a little hard to aim well on the charts, so... At least that's my observation of our charts. Because we have comedic anime, and then we have anime strictly based on comedy. And that's one of them, so... Yeah, that's true. Like, we've got... Yeah. Comedy is never the focal point, I think, for any of the ones in the top ten. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Anyway, speaking of top anime, now we're going... And contentious opinions. Now we are going to talk about... Uh, Today's topic, which is drumroll, please. I don't know how to make. We don't sound. have a sound. I love. I love my drums. At <laughs> oh dang! We don't have a sound effect. Uh, and I I'll can't roll my R's either. So you can't roll your R's. No, I, I, my tongue is very stiff. So it's disappointing. You'll be. You'll have a very difficult time speaking German. Um, oh, 100%. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know when that's ever going to come up. Uh, but, uh, what about Spanish? This is why I was terrible in my Spanish class. <laughs> I don't know enough about Spanish. You roll your R's, the double R does the roll. Like in, in burrito? I I think. <laughs> I don't know why that's the first word you were going to say. Because it's I got two like... R's and I'm hungry. <laughs> oh, well... Anyways, yeah, no, I can't do the, the the rolling. But then sometimes it comes when, like, I don't expect it to. I'm not even trying. But yeah. then, like, when I actually am trying, it's just, like, scary. So it's, like, it's hard. Yeah. Anyway, we're talking about the winners of the Anime Awards. The By the time this is published, the show, the award show will have just happened. I hope you all had a good time watching it. Um... We certainly did. Absolutely. 100%. Greatest show on earth. 10 out of 10. Best thing ever. Um, and so this is us to you know getting to react to the winners. It's always kind of fun being a staff member and watching it happen because while we do kind of get a peek behind the curtain to see how things work, we have no influence over it. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like, you know, going to the racetrack and like betting on your favorite horse and being like, Oh boy, I sure hope it does well. Oh. <laughs> uh, 
and then watching in real time as it either wins or loses. Uh, so yeah, I, we're going to do this kind of freeform today. Uh, I know a lot of us had hopefuls, you know, horses in this race to keep that metaphor alive. Um, we all had shows that we wanted to win various awards based on what it was nominated for. I know that the staff worked really hard on a staff picks on what they thought the best anime of the year was. And so I'll link that in the description. I think it's very good. Uh, and I'm not saying that just because I wrote an entry for it. Um, but again, you know, what the staff want and what actually happens uh, very rarely align. <laughs> and so uh, we're just here to talk about shows. I don't know if anybody wants to jump in with something. I figured we could start with anime of the year because that is the big one. Um, and it went to Fruits Basket, which did not surprise me. Uh, but... Having not watched the show, I wasn't super invested in it winning. Well, I mean, it's yeah. You you go, Gracie. This is your- <laughs> yeah. Go off. I was no. I was go. going to say that the award shows the award results really favored my picks <laughs> this this time around because not only was Fruits Basket the winner, but eighty six was second place, <laughs> which is also one of my picks for anime of the year. <laughs> so so that's why I was like, this is very suited for me per se because both of my favorites are respectively in their first and second place ranks and it makes me happy so yeah <laughs> there we go i i i find that funny because i'm looking at the i'm looking at, at it right now and just next to vivi it just says third place but it doesn't say second place next to 86 86 which made me kind of laugh Oh, yeah, because it's uh, because of our new award system where in order to sort of showcase that the anime that came out that are new and not sequels, we've created the new award, which is new anime of the year. It was actually in place last year, but since Akudama Drive won last year, which is a new anime, we didn't have to give the new anime award to anyone. But Fruits Basket, the final is without a doubt a sequel, so... Second place is the second place is the um is the new anime, so that's it got a different kind of crown this time. <laughs> Could you imagine if a show titled Fruits Basket the Final was not a sequel? <laughs> I think that would be some error in the naming and the marketing of things, in my personal opinion. So <laughs> I would I would love that so much if if someone's like, yep, there's we're already setting up so there won't be a sequel. Like it's impossible. Mm-hmm. Um I'm happy because as as much as I wanted Odd Taxi to win, it didn't even get a nomination. Uh an unforgivable sin that I blame all of you for. Uh <laughs> um but uh the other one, the other show that I was a hopeful for was Vivi, and it managed to get third place, which you know, it's it's on the podium. It's that uh, it's that little the the best one to win is first, and then the next one to win is third, and then the third best one to win is second. Because if you got first, you're the winner. If you're third, at least you made it on the podium. But if you're second, you're the first loser. Dang, that's a really sad way to, like, think about that. <laughs> I was going to say, the thing that made me sad about Vivi is uh, Vivi, the character, was not higher in our best girl. Because I thought she had the best character development, per se, so I was a little I sad. I did, too. Yeah, so that was the one that I, I was sad on. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 was really, I was really hoping uh, that she'd, she'd win it. Um, I don't want to repeat my own blurb. Uh, which I will also link because that's a separate article. Um, but she really is like her, her character, like putting aside the excellent character development that we see. She sings, she dances, she can kick your ass. Like what more could you possibly want? <laughs> She's a dynamic character. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, like, you could throw in, like, a giant katana or something, which luckily Square Enix had just greenlit the near Automata um, <laughs> anime as of this podcast, so I guess you've got that to look forward to. I suppose. <laughs> I, I don't think she needs a, a big old sword, though. No, uh, come on, the hand-to-hand really... combat was amazing, so... The, the, the animation sequences, oh, I mean, it. Vivi also won Best in Animation Effects and Sequences, and, like... 
those fight scenes were spectacular. I don't think I really noticed until the second time I watched the show because I, you know, could focus a little more on it as opposed to trying to absorb all the plot and, like, keep track of everything. But the second time I watched it, it was also on a huge television screen. Oh, uh, that's <laughs> nice. <laughs> it is It is nice being able to go to a friend's place and, like, pull up a an anime on, like, their giant HD TV when normally I'm watching on, like, a tablet, which is only marginally better than a phone. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, super pretty. Uh, really the fight, funny the fight sequences is on the combat sequence part. I was, I was one of the ones helping like pick moments or scenes to create animation gifs out of when we were promoting for the voting and stuff like that. And I would get, I was like, okay, I remember it's this episode, and then I'm trying to figure out like where the scene takes place. But then what happens is I'll find the scene, and then I'll 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 note down the time, which is a very short sequence because obviously gifs can only go so long. And then I was like, mm, you know what? I'm here. I might as well just finish the episode. <laughs> finish so, the shit. Yeah. And so that's, what's another five minutes? Yeah, exactly. So then I would finish the episode, and then I'm like, okay, cool. Next a scene that to do for the Vivi animation gif, and then I find it. I'm just like. watching because of gathering animation just that vivi is a very rewatchable anime so that's great so <laughs> yeah it, it absolutely is um it also won best original um which i believe is yeah it's an original um original series i i'm trying to remember i know that we interviewed somebody about this but like you they mean the actual screenwriters <laughs> Yes, thank you. Sorry, I I read the interview and I was like, "This is really cool," but that was like three weeks ago, and I had I've had life in the way, and so some of the some of the details have gotten kind of murky. But they basically like didn't they write like a book for this, and then like no, it, this was a so basically uh Naga Nag or Tape Tape Nagatsuki, who is also the author for the ReZero Light novel series. He, ah, that's what it was. This was a this was a novel series that he had planned, but then shelved because it just ended up not being something that he felt like was working. And then, and also he was busy writing ReZero, which is possibly one of the most popular light novel right, series right. available right now. And then right now. the director, I think it was the director and the original screenwriter, or it might just be the director. But regardless. One of those two approached him and was like, hey, like, do you want to start an original anime series with us? And then after further talk was like, oh, did, didn't you like, you know, have this novel series that you sort of shelved and he brought it back. And obviously they did a lot of reworking for it to specifically mm -hmm. for an anime format instead of, you know, a light novel series. And also I do know like the characters changed and stuff like that. But anyway, it's it's an incredible interview. I really suggest people to read it because I had a lot of fun reading the interview responses I remember to link that too yes but i think uh, basically the things that vivi won i'm really happy with with the only one being i wished vivi as the female character could have won our best girl just once again because i think her character development was just excellent oh that was the other one too that I was a little sad on because I thought her voice actress did such a good job of portraying her. It's a very her. good performance. Yeah, like, from the way that she starts off so monotone and, like, robotic versus how she was yeah. at the end. Or even when she, like, temporarily developed another personality. Like When she's diva as opposed to Vivi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I thought she was so good at it. And, unfortunately, she also... Um, or Atsumi Tanizaki is her name, but unfortunately she did not win our best voice actress, so that made me sad too. <laughs> yeah. I, I, still, I, I, perhaps I'm a bit of a pessimist, but I had assumed that like none of the shows that I was supporting would win anything, so I am just absolutely thrilled at how well Vivi has done. Mm -hmm. And I am thrilled because a lot of the stuff that I wanted to win actually did win, so... <laughs> Like I said, I Must probably hit nice. the biggest jackpot this award season. <laughs> anyway, um, Nick, I know that you've watched some shows. Did you have anything in particular that you were like, ah, oh, good job, show? I mean, honestly, I was going to talk about Vivi until you took the thing. Oh, sorry. Um, the main, I mean, to be fair, that was kind of like the main big one um, overall. I was 
kind of pleasantly surprised at some of the ones like within um i guess some of the one the more ensemble stuff like i thought that was kind of interesting where um some of the more obscure stuff like ReZero winning with the best voice cast because we actually got responses from people like that's the part that like has been blowing my mind i guess with the anime <laughs> training awards was like so many responses that have been like very um heartwarming for us here at anime Trend. yeah yeah they were um, excited they were um yeah they were very happy so <laughs> honestly i'm always just I, I mean i've worked here for what three years now four years and i'm still just shocked anytime anybody responds yeah it almost feels like we have like an imposter syndrome until like they actually apply like reply back and we're like wait what and then it's like then it kind of like it opens a lot of doors to a lot of the really cool stuff the website can Mm -hmm. do so yeah and the uh, the voice actor who gave us the comment was yusuke uh yusuke kobayashi aka the voice actor for subaru which you know huge but i also did love his comment because not only did he automatically go like i'm here to announce you know that um that the re-zero one best cast but he actually talked about like (laughs) what it was like uh recording and the chemistry he had with the voice uh the other voice cast i'm like that's like perfect that's the perfect acceptance speech is how i see it so (laughs) Mm -hmm. you like to hear those kind of behind the scenes production side things yes yes that's exactly it yeah i i again i feel bad because i'm like oh i haven't watched that show it's like i did not watch very much of ReZero this past year um it it fell off the wagon Mm mm-hmm ones that re-zero one which is three of them is good it was deserved in that case yeah i mean mystery psychological even like based on previous seasons you kind of the the writing is really good Mm -hmm. um and and it really it really like fits into that quite well yeah and then i always love rom uh, I I was unfortunately one of the ones who preferred the less popular sister <laughs> out of the two. <laughs> so I I was always a little like just a tad bit salty that Rem was always getting a lot more sort of you know uh sort of love <laughs> than Rom. And so this year when Rom won, I'm like yay! She's she's so sarcastic and she's she has such a, like a snappy attitude that doesn't border like rude per se. So I I just love that type. Of <laughs> yeah i i <laughs> i was about to make a joke because i know uh Medi in loving memory i always like to be um <laughs> always like to make jokes about like b- having like feeling required to have like the contrarian opinion of like ah this is the popular character so i have to like the other one <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is not the case in my case i just genuinely prefer rom over rem so <laughs> I think I think she also I think she also benefits from just having more screen time. Yes, you know? yes, for sure. I just I feel like her personality has so much pop, you know, and I I love a good poppy personality. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, I think I oh go on, go on. No, no, go on because you're still on this topic. I was about to change it. Oh no, 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 no! I was gonna say I think as a whole, like the award show, I was just super happy with all the results and. A funny running gag is I always hate who wins best girl <laughs> because Rob Talia <laughs> won one year and I woke up being like, no, <laughs> and then, especially since she won over Emma from season one of Promise Neverland, which I'm like, how dare she? <laughs> and then the next year it was the, uh, with it's Chizuru from Rent a Girlfriend. Yeah, I remember that. And I was like, no, again. <laughs> <laughs> it's always been so rough for best girl but for the first time ever i did not wake up screaming no at the best girl so <laughs> it's yeah. been yeah you're not allowed sorry grace you're just not allowed to 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 be happy that's just the rule you always <laughs> <laughs> like would you have been more upset if it was one of the quintuplets or if it was like siesta or something oh like, oh my god like, relative to the other like i feel like there's so many worse choices you could have oh had my gosh yes. like... siesta, 100%. i also would have been really upset if it was sayu too from was Hige Hero, from uh, I saved and brought home a high school girl. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Sayu, exactly. I was actually most concerned with Sayu because I felt like she had the most appeal per se, potentially in line with Raftalia and Chizuru. So, uh, so I was going to be really upset if she was the one who won. <laughs> yeah, 
I think I also wouldn't have been too happy if Aki from Remake Our Life won because I just felt like she was so boring. But it, I wouldn't have, I think if Aki had won, I would have been more disappointed rather than screaming no. Definitely the yeah, no would angry. have been Sayu or Siesta. But thank goodness it was not. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> if Kyo and Toru did not win best couple but they did they won by like oh almost over a thousand votes so I am a happy camper <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyway um ba 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 oh I want to talk about Horimiya mm-hmm. because uh is a good show and I'm glad it did well it that, that was like for, I want to bring it up, but it's also, like, one of, the, like, the lowest stakes of, like, I wanted it to do well, but I also kind of expected it to do well, um, as opposed to, like, Vivi, where it's like, I wanted it to do well, but I also have no faith that it was going to do Why? well. Why? Is it because Vivi didn't have, uh, is, like, an original? Was that the main reason? I Yeah, it's because it, it yeah, the, I'm, I'm not going to lie, the shows that are adaptations get kind of a leg up, because, you know, when I am one of those people... I read a lot of manga. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, people like to pick what they're already familiar with. And so it's way easier for me to vote for a show if I've already read some of the manga. Like, I know what's going on. I already know that I like it. So, of course, I'm going to vote for it. Like, it's already spent its time, you know, kind of making its case mm-hmm. to me. And so I, I see that a lot, you know, in general. Of like, And we see this um, even like at the beginning of every season is the the sequels always do amazing, you know, for our our weekly charts, just because people are already familiar with Mm -hmm. it. And so, yeah, I I, that automatically gives me skepticism on any original show. Um, At at the same time, also last year, my the other original show that I really wanted to do well was Odd Taxi and that got nowhere (laughs) sorry (laughs) like nobody voted for it ever uh breaks my heart (laughs) i i feel like there was like an also an internal thing where i felt like the staff we could have like actually voted for it but we never did the math of like like getting the initial nomination for some of the shows that we thought like were really good on a technical level and i remember we were like wait we didn't do the we didn't do the math or we're thinking like oh if if this would get odd taxi onto the ballot we would have like voted a completely different way for like the aspect awards (laughs) (laughs) so there was kind of a moment of like internal despair that i think james also has but i think odd taxi not being there is like nice because then you can kind of go hipster and like that gives you your signature sense of superiority yeah i have i have class (laughs) i am I, I'm looking forward to the next time that we can like meet in person because my proxy ordered items are all available and I'm about to have them shipped to my apartment, uh, which means that the next time we meet, I will be dressed in so many odd taxi things. You know what was most surprising for me for Horimiya is, well, first of all, Horimiya winning character design was my pick, if, if you remember the last time we talked about the... Yeah, we talked about this on our previous yeah, episode. Yeah, so Horimiya as a character design was my pick, but I never thought in my head that it would actually win, so that was a very big shock to me. And also, we got a comment from the character designer, so that was really yeah. cool as well. But the other thing that really surprised me about Horimiya was, I'm going to be honest, I did not expect Miyamura to perform as well as he did for Best Boy for him to get second place. And the reason why for that is when I was posting about Horimiya on our socials back in winter of 2021, wow, such a long time ago. um, But when I was posting about Horimiya, there is a lot of hateful messages about Miyamura saying like he was too whiny and he was too emotional and unfortunately a lot of like toxic masculinity comments but it was still like a good chunk of it to the point where I didn't I you had your yeah, I, I literally never even thought Miyamura could even potentially play second you know because I I saw all those comments and then especially at the end when Horimiya lost a lot of steam because they were skipping a, a bunch of source material that made a lot of the manga readers unhappy. You know, I, I just felt like he didn't have a chance in the running. So when I saw that he was literally second place, that was very, very, you know, surprising for me. Yeah, it's it's kind of neat. I, I remember seeing some of that kind of like blowback uh, on, on the tweets and then 
cynical as I may be, uh, my response was like, oh, these are, <laughs> this is like, uh, part of me is just like, oh, they're just mad because like, because <laughs> you managed to get a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> James. It was very much like a, like a normies explode kind of, kind of, uh mentality is what I assumed that it was. I could be wrong. Yeah, but, but the thing was Miyamura was also going against Senku, who won before and, you know, a, a Subaru, you know, from ReZero, who was super duper popular. So I, I just, that was without a doubt the biggest surprise that happened in regards to one of the major categories. <laughs> that's true, that's true. I mean, I don't know. I I like... Miyamura more than those other two, because he's more developed and is more of a person than just, like, I am good at science, and I am sad a lot, and also really in love with somebody, but also really sad. Are you talking about Subaru? Yeah. I Dude, Subaru's existence is literally pain. Like, okay, that's... Okay, I, I would <laughs> like to say Subaru does go through good character development, so... <laughs> about... <laughs> that's fair, that's fair. Uh, what... Um, he, he does get developed a lot, but it, the things that stand out is just him being miserable. <laughs> oh, you know what I want to talk about? I want to hear you guys learning that Jose Fish and the Tiger won our, uh, won our anime movie of the year over what we all thought was going to win without question. Demon Slayer, the Yaiba, the movie. <laughs> yeah. That's because we're not the Crunchyroll Awards. <laughs> that's probably why <laughs> damn shots fired um no that's fine because now you've opened the floodgates i can talk about how the only redeeming quality about the crunchyroll awards this year was the fact that odd taxi got nominated for so oh, no, many your things. mic is cutting what is it they're stopping you <laughs> you gotta say that again oh no the 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 animafia is here to silence me um <laughs> yeah. i i it's very hard for me to come up with a comment because i haven't seen the film i don't think it got um a U.S. Did it get a U.S. run? I think so. Yeah, Funimation was the one who released it in the U.S. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Yeah, okay. I think I have some friends that managed to see it. And if memory serves, and Nick, you'll know where I'm talking about. I'm pretty sure it got screened at the Tower Theater. Um, yeah, yeah. Which means that there was no way that I was going to be able to watch it. Because that movie theater is like the hipster indie film theater. That used to be where all the anime things were screened, and now some of the bigger things get actual theatrical releases, but there's mm-hmm. nothing like that in the city that I live in now, so there was no way that I was going to be able to see it, That's a, which is a huge bummer, because it did well enough to win Movie of the Year. Were any of you guys shocked to see that it won? Because I, I, I was shocked when, because uh, Quack was telling, you know, Quack was talking to me when it was all happening, he's like, okay, Gracie, I need you like to listen to this, but he's just like, I don't think Mugen Trade is going to win. I was like, what? Like, the thought of it, like, not winning never even occurred to me. So, like, was it just me who was as as shocked as that? <laughs> I, I honestly had to Google, like, wait, what was this movie again? But, like, it, it like, I need to actually watch it because I've heard it's really good, too. So, like, yeah, that's that's the thing I, is, I like, I've heard universal praise for both films. And, like, the thing is, like, with Demon Slayer, like, I don't, I'm not going to downplay Demon Slayer because it honestly is one of the movies that I think, looking back from like 10 years from now, this is going to, Mugen Train is one of those films that objectively changes the anime industry just like how when the dragon ball super movie came out and made so much money in overseas box offices that it kind of opened the doors for a lot of these productions to see widespread um releases and like not not realizing there's like a ton of money for these studios and uh publishers to make yeah but unfortunately there's another effect about that which has already been dissected by the official japanese news media uh which is now movie producers are realizing oh we should ditch original movies and just focus on like sequel movies instead to get us the money no it it is true yeah no and it's it's hard to find the original thing i mean you if we wanted to spend every moment talking about redline again which i love um that already was like that already was there if it was like a insane movie they blew so much budget on in madhouse that they just <laughs> They failed at marketing so hard that it's 
it's really sad kind of seeing how much money like a really I do I do have to admit like they aren't very good at marketing their movies that is something I noticed because you don't really have to market movie sequels just because you know you're so aware of the franchise you're riding on the yeah yeah. it's the same it's the you know people are familiar with yeah exactly but then when it comes to original movies I don't I almost feel like they don't realize like you have to put a good amount of money in marketing that's the only way you can see it get successful and they just don't seem to do it so (laughs) I think I think the good barometer for that is going to be seeing how well Bell did overseas because there was a sizable marketing push for that film oh and bell did do well so. bell did do well it, it's actually hosoda san's uh highest grossing film so excellent very good movie anyway uh but that's that's we'll be don't worry we'll be talking about bell next year <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i i i was not like super shocked that uh josie the tiger and the fish or yeah, the, the long title. Uh, I'll just say jo- Josie. Uh, one because I because like when I looked at the nominees for movies, I had seen so few of them that I really didn't set that many expectations. Just because I had not like I did like, I'd seen like Mugen Train. I think that was it. Like a lot of the other ones, I either like either didn't get a U.S. release in that particular window or they did but it was a super narrow one and i didn't get to go or you know it was one of those like yeah it got released in theaters you like one theater in la for two weeks and it's like gee thanks um or even like two days like that's what i was gonna say like the the amount of time it's like in the u.s box office is so short that you're like well i only have this window this small frame to like watch the film and then with covid it made it a lot worse in fact i was actually really lucky i got to see bell like i didn't realize that i had only like couple showings to yeah get there i was i was very blessed by the fact that bell had a long theater run because my original you know when i was originally gonna go my bike got stolen i'm so so sorry that that happened still i'm so sorry (laughs) it's okay uh you can't see me but i'm doing that dab where i'm crying (laughs) into my arm (laughs) oh gosh poor you james um yeah, so I was not like super surprised that that Josie that Josie won. Um cuz even from the rest of the anime trending staff cuz we have a review for it, I think, and we we had a couple staff members that had seen it and they spoke like very high praise and I was like, "All right, you know, I I trust their opinion." And so if they say it's good, then I'll take their word for it. And so when it won, I was like, "All right, I'm not surprised per se." Off the top of your head, did Silent Voice win Anime Movie of the Year? Like, whenever uh, it was. Me, I, can I can literally I can literally just so, check. Yeah, because yeah, it's almost out. like... Because, I mean, that was honestly one of the best movies I had seen. Like, that was easily Movie of the Year for me when that came uh, out. I don't no, know if the it's... Anime, it did oh. not win because that was the same year that Your Name came out. Oh, oh yeah, that's so close. What? Yeah, and, I, yeah. And, and I'm like one of the people, people who, like... I like I like Silent Voice more than Your Name. Oh, overall, I'm the opposite. But... I like Your Name more. I I've talked about this at length because I compared the two. I think Your Name's pacing does a much better job, especially since I've rewatched them. Like some like the Your Name, like I got clued in pretty early on that they were skipping stuff, and I could already tell like this is where they snipped it without even having read the manga. I can instantly tell I'm like, this is where oh, they snipped it. Yeah. And I'm like, are you meaning for a silent yeah. voice? And then yeah, I like, so in this section, yeah. I'm like, they snipped stuff here again. And you know, call me, call it cursed. Maybe because I've been studying stories for too long for the case of like my own writing and trying to improve my own writing. But that has made me very blatantly aware of like when transitions aren't quite working or the pacing isn't quite working. And so, and I got every single part right. Like, I'm like, they must have snipped something here. When I later went to the manga, <laughs> I, I, it was literally exactly where I said, so. <laughs> no. Oh, that's so interesting. That curse of knowledge is very real. Because um, it, I, I get it in other, like, media things as well. Because now that I have enough understanding of, like, engineering, mm. I can look at, like, anytime they do something, I'm like, that's not how that works. But the advantage for me is that most of the time when it's unrealistic, it's like a big budget disaster movie. And so the whole point is to look at the fun effects and not actually like it is a turn your brain off movie. Oh, I so see. <laughs> I, I get a pass. Um, 
but yeah, no, it yeah, it it's a curse of knowledge. It's it's it like really how every, is. I think every I like programmer. I, yeah, I really think I would have had a harder time choosing between the two if I wasn't so in depth on writing and also like analyzing other people's writings to apply to my own. But I've done it. I've been doing that for years and years and years. Like I would say since high school is when I started to seriously do it. So by the time your name and asylum voice came out i just i was like your name i could tell the pacing and like it's a lot more seamless with how things are happening and progressing versus asylum voice i immediately was like oh wow that's a jump right there they must have snipped something so <laughs> yeah but a silent voice had a cool british punk band play in the beginning someone someone just watched get back now streaming on disney plus it was uh it was not the beatles it was um no it's the who oh, it's the who it was the who right. yeah it's like, they're not even punk uh, they're like it's just that my generation has that like kind of punk vibe the british boy oh but boy. speaking the, of the adaptations and stuff um 86 86 one best in adaptation which was one of the ones we i think we were all in green agreement on that should probably win just because of how insanely well it did from the source material to the anime format. So that was well-deserved, I would say. <laughs> yep. And, I mean, it, I mean, 8686 took a lot of awards. It got male character, science fiction mecha, adaptation, soundtrack and score, the new anime of the year award as well. And um, ending theme. This is, this, is the, this is a very weird year for me, because normally I have very strong opinions on opening and ending themes because i i kind of tried to i try to make that my thing as as um as a band nerd of just being like i like to kind of talk about the songs a lot it's just something i'd like to stick to um and again i think i was just ruined by the fact that the one that i wanted to win so badly didn't even make it on the nomination list that i kind of just gave up on everything so <laughs> Where normally I'd have, like, strong opinions on best opening and best ending, I just don't really have a strong opinion on this. I Heck, I don't even know if I could recognize the 86-86 ending theme if you played it for I me. I think you would, just because it sounds like Sawano Hiroki, so... <laughs> oh, it's Sawano? Okay, yeah. yeah I, I'd probably be able to... Yeah, they, they might kind of blend together, but, like, you just start instinctively jamming like whenever it comes yeah on. you like, just that, that's kind of me it, it's very the guilty it, crowd <laughs> he does have a very distinct like music not just soundtrack but like theme songs as well so when you yeah. hear it you're like oh, uh it's him, like it's him. nck yeah. yeah um yeah i totally that i also see why then he got soundtrack and score because we are the voters are almost like no, are nothing if not consistent because i think um someone won uh one of his other shows won uh, a soundtrack nope. award a couple of years nope. ago. Nope, that's the big thing. He actually has been nominated no? eight times, and this is his first time just, winning. Oh, so he's like he's like Leo DiCaprio, yes. just nomination after yes, nomination. Yes, and what's but really sad win. is he always places second or third, but he never quite gets to first. This is his first time <laughs> getting first. <laughs> always a bridesmaid, but now finally a bride. Yeah, I even have it go. on like our uh, on the script when Quack was during the awards last night. He was just. He was saying how, you know, he was saying, like, this is a Hiroki Suwano's eighth nomination <laughs> and first list. <Liz>, so. <laughs> yeah. All right. I mean, I, I you got to give it to him. I was, again, I think Vivi was one of the other shows where I was like, I hope that it does well on the uh, soundtrack and score. It did but... win second place, so. Oh, okay. Well. Yeah. I, it also got Vivi also got the music award, the music uh, like the genre award for music, which makes a lot more yeah, sense. Yeah, we got a comment a song from the soundtrack composer too, and he was really excited about it. So you know, I'm I'm yeah, tickled tickled pink. Uh, comments it's just like ah. <laughs> so at the end, we all got our winners. Is <laughs> basically every yeah. <laughs> We're all winners. And, oh, I was going to um, say, uh, Shin was my pick as well for, like, best boy. So him winning just also tickled me. So. <laughs> I am, I'm also not surprised. Like, your your enthusiasm for 8686 has been 
consistent throughout like all of 2021 it's, so it's honestly so good it baffles me how good it is i i told my friends i was like i am literally elevating it to probably my favorite war drama anime because i have a hard time picking so my thing is i'm not very good at listing like one to ten all genres because i kind of analyze the anime differently depending on the genre they're in so that's why i tend to like so I tend to separate them by genres, but I was like, 86 has elevated itself to war drama, like, top for me. So <laughs> I just like that so much. But funnily enough, 86 does have quite a bit of competition with another war drama, aka Attack on Titan, where it only, where it did win, but it won two awards, which I know the Attack on Titan fandom was not hoping to get that result. So Nick, I know you're a huge fan of Attack on Titan. What did you think when it won two and it placed fifth in the overall like anime of the year? I'm, I mean, Levi winning as a best supporting boy is like makes makes sense. Um, and I think that with Aaron Yeager's screams in part two, uh, I think that that was pretty well deserved for the Seiyu. Um, oh no no no! It was Hosoyasan who won. So he oh, was... Was, sorry, I messed up. Uh, who was it? Reiner was... Braun. Oh, that's so interesting. Because yeah, because part one has a lot of his breakdowns and stuff. Got there. I I thought for some reason this was like uh, let's just give it like pay it forward before part two ended up airing because that's kind of like when all the votes were, were cast mm -hmm. but no yeah with the performance i thought was great i mean i think that from his overall from part one definitely carried it um the only thing is like i don't like talking about attack on titan like like with other fans that's that's like kind of on me just because it's like i i think that like with twitter it gets so polarized where you're like okay are people like actually analyzing every single frame where the second they like even smell like cg they just go all, all like they just act oh, like all the I animators know what you're talking about. Yeah. it's like it has to be like a hundred percent perfect but like like the criticisms i see are just so unfounded that it's like it's really hard to like i guess get into the discussion because it, it almost feels artificial where for the for the the bad stuff you see amplified a lot on Twitter, uh, the good stuff feels like someone like wrote this giant paragraph uh, like days before the episode was going to air and is just waiting for the episode to drop to like post it to be like the first one to get their thoughts about how it's like the best fiction they've ever read. Mm. Um, it's like that sort of thing is like it's so polarized at that point where I'm just really enjoying the story with what I'm getting and I'm just like... Like, I don't know. I don't, I'm going to call myself a galaxy brain of just like ignoring everything else being like, Ooh, pretty story. And like, like, <laughs> but... no, I don't, I don't blame you. I think without a doubt, attack on Titans, like fandom community is probably one of the most toxic ones in the whole anime community. It, it's really bad. I mean, Mappa literally shut off their comments because of how much the fandom was harassing them. So if that doesn't give away in regards to how many people there are who are doing things that they should not be doing, you know? <laughs> yeah, and, and you don't even know if that's, like, an actual fan who's upset or if it's just troll, because it's just, like, it's so easy to latch on and troll on that, where you wouldn't see as much animation um, comments on other shows. Like, even, like, with stuff that was, like, really failed productions, like, within Wonder Egg, like, you didn't see nearly as much of like i guess the toxicity but it's just it's kind of like what happens when like the show gets so big like you're gonna probably see it if like attack on titan ends and then demon slayer keeps going on then it's like you're you're gonna probably see a little bit of that latching on there just because it's the the big thing that everyone's on yeah i guess i don't know the attack on titan community i think as a whole has a lot of issues because um you know, and i've discussed this before it does have a huge chunk of very racist homophobic and sexist people <laughs> so it has unfortunately soured its image to the point where some people don't even want to touch the anime because of just how loud those people can be and how cruel those yeah people and that we're not trying to we're not trying to generalize like it's very much like a few bad apples but the the, the idiom is a few bad apples spoils the bunch <laughs> so and it makes me think like are you are you even watching the same show like what like it's almost like 
like someone getting the same material <laughs> and like also getting the completely wrong solution also combining that with again yeah not not touching grass like kind of combines this giant perfect storm so i'm actually perfectly happy where it got like i don't i don't think it needs accolades and awards to like to show what it already was to me i thought it was already like um i guess like it's a really strong show, and I think at the end of the day, um, I've really enjoyed it, and it means a lot to me just as, like, an anime fan. Um, that was probably, like, the first show I started, like, seriously watching outside of, like, just a usual shonen kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think that it is nice having, like, um, I guess finally seeing the show come to its conclusion after, like, eight years of that, where I'm, like, getting a lot more emotional than I expected at the show that what, like that it's coming to an end or yeah because it's like a lot of the sad moments are like really amplified a lot of the good moments are like i are kind of brutal and then then going back and like reading the manga you're like wow this was like all like a lot of stuff was like tightly written and foreshadowed like years before it even happened like even in like like the second season of the animation um the ending sequence was teasing things that like the manga readers didn't even understand until like at, like at the time it was airing Oh, that's wild. Yeah, and so now you're finally getting to that point where you're like, oh, this is what the manga readers were freaking out about, like, six months ago, is, like, kind of that feeling you're getting, and it's so interesting, like, seeing that um, develop. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, this has just been a really solid award show. Like, I... I, I... (laughs) admittedly when we when we make these shows you know when we make these kind of responses to the winners like when we've done it in the past there there's always been like one or two where one of us is like i can't believe this is the winner or i can't believe this show didn't win and i feel like the vibe this year is like yeah no this is this is okay <laughs> you know <laughs> i did want to ask you guys uh well mainly james i guess because I know, because uh, I don't think Nick, you watched it, but how do you feel about Miko uh, Yotsuya uh, winning, uh, Mir- or Miroko Chan winning the best girl? Because I, I haven't seen the anime. I just know that she's not as bad as those other two, so I'm fine with it. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. This is the like it, I I can't speak too much for it because I have not watched the show. I've read the manga, so I am familiar with how she is okay. written. I am not familiar with how she is performed. Okay. And so there is going to be some disconnect. I think that you know when people vote for best boy and best girl, yes, they're taking into account the character and their development and their personality, but inherently there is going to be a level of that character and personality that is reflected in the performance of the seiyu. And so I having not really heard much of that vocal performance, I can't speak to it. Honestly, I'm I was a bit surprised. Oh. Um I can you know, once once you see it, you can understand why, but like my immediate reaction was like, "Oh, that's an like that's not who I immediately expected would win." then my brain rationalizes all of it and is like okay well there's all these reasons why you know she got nominated and there are all these supporting reasons why she's an excellent contender so it it it's not like out of left field but it was not all it was also wasn't my like immediate um you know person that i wanted to win also i was biased because i really wanted to right win. which i understand so did so it does miko have any sort of development i guess <laughs> uh i mean i think that's kind of the premise of the show it's like if she didn't then it probably would not have been a very well, look, good they uh, they marketed Raptalia as some like important protag female protagonist besides naofumi and she didn't do anything so <laughs> so so i have watched a little bit of miracle chan which it is it is fun because it's like it's like that rare mix of obviously like horror comedy and drama at the same time where it's it's actually really funny like from the like really horrifying situations that you kind of see and like so because miko is cursed with being able to see the undead their horrid spirits whatever grudges that are still binding them to this earth like the only coping mechanism is just like trying to ignore it even though it's clearly a problem and like a lot of the situations that you can kind of see like within the voice act 
actress's performance like there's kind of these little breaks where you don't know like how she's actually reacting but like a lot of the expressions and the voices is like giving you enough information that um over time because it's like you can't just pretend like you don't see these things like it's it's a lot of like um it kind of breaks that barrier where it stops being comedy but then goes back to comedy but like it but the moments that i think where it breaks down are genuinely um interesting and human um it's almost like those scenes like i don't know how to describe because i don't want to use the context of like Sorry, that was my cat sneezing in the background. <laughs> Heck yeah, um, cat <laughs> Bless you, Mr. Peepo. Uh, what I was going to say, um, like, you know how, like, those moments where Comey and Comey can't communicate, where she, like, has the moments of, like, where it's genuinely really human? It, like, it, it's like that, but I think it's done a lot better in Miroko-chan, but I think only because there's a lot of, like, voice um driven character driven performance here okay um yeah i mean and and she has a lot more like since we're using like reptalia as like a base like as the comparison she has a lot more agency she there is um you know we we get to she has a very like clear motivation and okay Mm -hmm. and which is to like gee it'd be really nice if these terrible things didn't happen to me and so and so she's you know you can tell that she's like working to try to make it go away she tries to find solutions and things like that and so it is honestly it's kind of like you want to support her it's like watching somebody be like you're struggling but i i want you to succeed go do it like yeah Uh, it's a very, it's a very like that kind of emotion of like I want, I want to support you as a character because I want you to succeed in your final goal because, damn, you're kind of miserable all the time right now. <laughs> okay, well, I I am happy to hear all that because I think that's great, you know, for uh, for the best girl to have as long as she's just not flat. Like I feel like a lot of the our prior two winners were, which I was screaming about. <laughs> it's, yeah, and I think that also comes up to the fact that, like, Mieruko-chan is a show with a female lead, as opposed to, like, yes. mm-hmm. the winners of Best Girl from, you know, when it's Chizuru, like, she's not the main character. No, she is the and girl meant is not for the, the male character. protag, like yeah. the other like Rotalia as well. Yeah, as opposed to like Mieroko-chan, where there basically isn't a, there are not very many guy characters. It's mostly girls that oh, like have this. Oh, I did not know that. There's, there's like you know, like arcs of like there's a recurring guy that's like this like washed up psychic um, type character, but it's a lot of just you know, girls. It's Mieroko and her best friend, and then like some granny character, like and it, it, a lot of girls, not a lot of guys. Uh, and I, good. I see this as an absolute win. <laughs> Gestures right, well, in have... Marvel screenshot. <laughs> okay, well, we do have one other winter anime that we hadn't really discussed yet, so I might as well bring it up. Uh, Jobless Reincarnation did win three. Yes, we are quite spread out in our awards, which is great. Uh, but it won fantasy and magic it won best in series and visuals and it won action and adventure which i thought all three were great for it yeah. to win. i i do not argue with that result at all so yeah no absolutely can, can we can we add giguk for the fantasy genre award because like uh, did you see that there's a clip recently when he was looking oh yeah he was not happy <laughs> he was like it's gonna jobless reincarnation's gonna win fantasy right it's gotta be and as, as it's going and he clicks on it and it's not and he's just like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> so like we did not disappoint gigak for this winner <laughs> we did because for best in animation, he had also wanted uh, Jobless Reincarnation to win, and it was second place. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, that's so cool. What did we lose to? Did we Vivi. lose to Mugen Train? Won, it, oh, Vivi. Yeah. Okay, okay. No, because, yeah, if it was a Mugen Train sweep, it would have been like, oh my god, that would have been the worst time. Oh, well, no, no, no. Crunchyroll, yeah, it lost to Mugen Yeah, Train. yeah. But yeah. what is funny is he actually took that back a few days later because apparently he hadn't actually watched it yet and so a few days later after his reaction he was like never mind I watched it and it didn't deserve to win so it, it, it is like honest I'll backtrack I'll say yeah it is it is well deserving I think it was just the context of just 
the reason why the Crunchyroll Awards left such a bad taste was just because, like, two reasons. One, it was, like, all just, like, the most popular shonens winning every award. And then the other one was the whole, like, after the fact, Crunchyroll says, oh, by the way, because these old shows won, why don't you purchase something from these shows from our store that will help you celebrate? And you're like, wait, what? Do they just link their own merchandise to these winning shows? You were like, very upset about that. It was such a dumb idea. I'm thinking, like, this is going to get, like, incredibly ratioed for no reason. And, like, Crunchyroll, like, 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 who reads this tweet being like, yeah, I'm sure the Anna Twitter is going to, like, react totally favorable to this obvious advertisement that they're going to send out. Yeah. I'm sure they made money, but, like, it's just, it was just so easily going to, like, make everyone really upset after the fact or upsalt and wound. It just, it just was not reading the room at that moment. Yeah. Well, I think Frog Coon actually summarized it. She said that Crunchyroll Awards are basically the Shonen Awards, and then the Reddit Awards are basically the light novel anime adaptation awards. So I thought that was a funny observation. Too. Yeah, <laughs> different stories for different That's folks. Funny. Yeah, uh, I I need to watch more of Jobless Reincarnation. Uh, every time like I see a clip of it, I'm like, wow, that looks really pretty. Um, and action adventure, absolutely. Fantasy and magic, absolutely. 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 Like, yeah, yeah. I I think, and and I don't I don't have the exact um vote counts in front of me right now for um for animation effects and sequences, but I. If if Vivi had not won that and then it got a jobless reincarnation, I probably also would have been all right with that. I'm just you know, again biased because we stand. We stand. I did really adore Jobless's animation. I think it was so clean and the graininess of it kind of harked back to like sort of the old days anime, which I thought fit the world so well. So I mean, as a whole, Jobless is a very very strong production and. Despite all my gripes about the main protagonist, which I have aired multiple, multiple times, I when I have to look at it as a whole, it's still very worthy with a lot of great things in there. So I am happy for the ones that it won. And in fact, I actually voted for those, for the ones that they go. won. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I think that basically covers all our winners. Uh, I guess Comey Can't Communicate, we didn't really mention, but it won too, Comedy and Slice of Life, which, you know, I think... I don't even know who else it would have gone to, to be completely honest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a pretty good comedy slice of life. <laughs> that's the, that's my yeah. take. Uh, and comedy, it, it's interesting because like Comey is, it fits in that like rom com, which also like Horimiya fits. But Horimiya is much stronger on the romance side, and Comey is much stronger on the comedy on side. The comedy, so they kind yeah. of like decided to be Split like, it. all right, yeah, <laughs> we both share similarities, but we're different enough. So let's just go win the respective. <laughs> respective categories i I am i do think one thing about the our awards in our community i will always love is just how diverse our results are which i don't know how we ended up doing that to be completely honest so but i just hope we don't lose it as the years go by but i mean this year we had one two three four five six seven eight nine ten different anime win awards and so and i think last year we had 11 so just one more extra anime that won awards it's just so much more exciting for us to see these sort of like spread out results so it's very happy yeah it really is i oh we did miss one uh which is the tokyo revengers one best opening theme i did not watch tokyo revengers and i have not heard the opening theme i have no comment oh the opening theme is good i that it's a good it's good opening yeah, scene. Yeah, I totally knew that it was going to win because I think it was probably the most popular of the opening theme songs, but it is really good. Yeah. Uh who's the artist? I feel like if it's that popular I would have heard it at some point. I can't pronounce it. Like the name is official Hige Dandism, D A N D I S M. Okay. Well, I'll give it a listen. Uh, I feel kind of ignorant for saying that I haven't heard it, but it Tell Your Avengers was just like never really on my radar in the first place. Mm-hmm. So, it surprisingly was like a really popular show. Isn't this out. the one that where the character um, got the the Buddha statue, the reclining Buddha? Like, I think so. Yeah, because he gets he gets Isekai to the past and then has to go protect. But he's also like in a middle schooler's body, so it's like it's kind of got that nice blend of it. Um, Very cool. 
It's got that um, just getting getting uh, getting transported into your younger self's body. I'm just like, ah, oh, that reminds me of Erased. Um, yeah, like with with like delinquents instead of mystery. Okay. Like I it's it's a little bit kind of like that where it's like I got like going back in time to protect the person and like just like in a race you're like you get one look at like the person and you're just like wow i've only met you for five minutes and i will protect yeah there we go warm bundle of sunshine (laughs) that's good all righty um yeah that was the show uh thank you very much everybody for listening we hope that you had a good time watching the award show. Normally I would like plug the show, but we can't publish this until afterwards. So uh, thanks for listening, everybody. And we look forward to seeing you next time. And Hey, vote now because you know, vote for vote for your weekly shows now, because it's those weekly performances that really determine whether or not things make it onto the end of the year nominations. Uh, don't be like me. Don't let, uh, you know, don't let your odd taxi slip uh, through everyone's fingers and go underneath the radar. Uh, you gotta, you gotta support it with all your heart. Uh, <laughs> Alrighty. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Uh, we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye everyone. Thank you. Bye.